Grant County is full of amazing stories, and the purpose of this podcast is to collect those stories from the people that live them. Where We Landed is a podcast that recognizes our whole story told by the individuals that live and love this small Indiana county. Welcome to Where We Landed. I'm one of the co-hosts, Scott Miller, and joining me today going to let them introduce themselves, but I've got Alicia Hazelwood. Hello, hello. And Kylie Jackson. Hey, everybody. Um, and I am going to turn it over to Kylie. She's going to start us off with a little round of trivia this morning, and then we'll introduce our guest. Okay. Yeah. I feel like um, Would You Rather was getting a little bit, uh, a little bit too close to too close to home. I think we were maybe grading on each other's nerves a little bit. I was learning some things I didn't really need to know. Um, so we're going to go on to Trivial Pursuit. We are we've got some pretty competitive folks. Nate, you can participate in this as well. Um, so we'll see where this shakes out after a few weeks. But um, get your competition hats on. Ready? Yeah. Okay. We're going to do... This is a... a we're going to do a full Trivial Pursuit card. So six questions. Mm. Ready? Sure. So they range, I don't remember what the trivial pursuit categories are, but there's a there's a mix. There's some sports, there's some general knowledge, there's some geography. I'm going to fail. I feel judged already. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ready? Sure. <clears throat> what European city has sunk 12 to 25 centimeters every 100 years since it was built? Florence. No. Venice. Yes. <laughs> 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 okay and we said i'm not competitive yeah. uh who was the original drummer for the beatles oh crap steve's gonna kill me i should know this paul mccartney no <laughs> try again, try again. <laughs> I, I don't think if you don't know this one you don't know this one yeah I pete no best idea. pete best oh yeah yeah i have an idea according to aristotle where is the seat of intelligence? Oh, I have no idea, and I should, because I'm a poli sci major. <laughs> wow, we're getting off to a good I hope start Leonard here. Williams is not listening to this. Is uh, this like a... It's part, a part of the body. That's in the mind. No. The heart. The heart. <gasps> Look at that. <laughs> the night. seat of intelligence is in the heart. I was waiting for one of you to say, right here in this seat. <laughs> oh, yeah. But <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a little early this morning yet. So, okay. Who was the first man to appear on the cover of Vogue in 1992? I love how you just looked at me like I should know this. I no, no I think the year is a big clue on this one. 92? Nope. Michael Jordan. No. Good Michael test. Jackson? No. Actor? Tom Cruise? Nope. 1992... I got nothing. Around the time, a little bit after he's in a movie with Julia Roberts. Oh, pretty big yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah Iris knows Richard it. Richard Gere. Yes. yes. Two to there one. There you got one. He, a, Two he to appeared one. alongside his then wife, Cindy Crawford. Well, I on the cover of Vogue. That's hmm. very good. Okay, that. two questions left. Two to one. And zero over there. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> this, this has got a word I'm not sure I'm pronouncing correctly in it. So. Uh oh. When does crepuscular activity take place? I don't know, but that sounds really gross. 
Crepuscular. C-R-E-P-U-S-C-U-L-A-R. Am I allowed to Google the word? Nope. At <laughs> night. Yes, I'm going to give night? you that. It's twilight. Yes. Oh. What was your clue there? Nothing. I, <laughs> I thought maybe you But did. it is now two to two. <laughs> I thought maybe you did some like etymology and knew that Cray was night or something. No, I. You no guess. I just want to be so clear. When Iris is on here, you're going down. Because <laughs> I am not good competition. <laughs> I've been watching her. She knows these answers. Okay, last one. Okay. This is sports. All right, Nate. Uh, Ready? Which English football team has the nickname the Toffees? Manchester United. Nope. Is that Dang the only it. one you know? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I gave you a hint. <laughs> any, any guesses? Uh, Scott, Nate. No. Liverpool. Nope. Dang it. I don't know any of the other football teams over there. Everton. I never, I I never got that. I just know them from Ted Lasso. Do they play uh, on Ted Lasso? I think they're one of the teams that they play, yeah. I love that show. When's it coming back? I think August. I need to get, what is it, Apple or whatever, so yeah. I can watch it. I haven't. Yeah. I watched really that episode. Okay, so I think we finished that one two to two. Yep. Between Scott and Alicia, and then. Are we keeping track like we did the yep. last time? Yep. I'll write yes. them up there. And um, yeah. Now I'll turn it over to Alicia to introduce our guest. So we hope you enjoyed that and learned a little bit from it. And it is my pleasure. And um, I'm super happy to have Mr. Nate McNeely with us on the show today. He is the director of the Marion Regional Career Center. Is married and has beautiful little babies. So, well, I guess not baby anymore, toddler, right? (laughs) So would you like to maybe share with us um, how you ended up, like where you, we know you're not born and raised here. So how you ended up here in Grant County? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll start in college because if I go back too far, we won't have enough time to keep talking. But uh, so I went to college at Judson University. It's in Elgin, Illinois, very similar to Indiana Wesley and um, played basketball there. Um, Once I graduated, I stayed on and coach became an assistant basketball coach there and worked in the admissions office and continued to kind of move up within that. Well, I became the director of admissions and I uh, was really enjoying what I was doing, coaching basketball. Uh, but then I really hit an ethical dilemma with uh, the college process. And um, not that there's anything wrong with it, but I was seeing a lot of students that just had no idea what they wanted to do. And my job was to get them to come to Judson. So I was being judged on getting them to college. And so I was really struggling with my job is to get you to college, but I don't think you're ready. So I'm stuck in this dilemma of how do I advise you right. and, and do that well? And at the time, I was coaching with uh, Jordan Delks. He's oh, okay. married to Courtney Delks, former uh, Miss Basketball, Indiana Miss Basketball. Courtney Moses, for Courtney those Courtney Moses, of you. yes. And mm-hmm. um, he had actually, they came to visit and he said, hey, I, there's a job in Marion. Uh, why don't you come? My family was, you know, three hours from the Chicago area. So it's okay. not like I was close to home or anything like that. He said, you, you know, why don't you try this out? And uh at that same lunch, I got a phone call. He texts somebody, <laughs> and at the same lunch, he's still sitting there. Um, I get a phone call from, at the time, is Mike Ripberger. He was the director of the Career Center and just gave me kind of an over-the-phone interview and wanted me to come up and visit and interviewed, and I felt this position was uh, exactly what I was looking for because it allowed me to – the dilemma I was having was that kids didn't know what they wanted to do. 
well, what better way to help kids know what they want to do than work at a career center where you're guiding them either college or career and then just helping them find their passion. That's awesome. Where where did you grow up at? I grew up in Bushnell, Illinois. Bushnell? Yep. Yep. And graduated high school from Monmouth. Yeah. So I'm from Freeport, Illinois. Okay. So up in the very northwest corner of the state. So I've definitely heard of Monmouth. Um, So what got you to to go to college at Judson? Basketball? Basketball, yeah. So I actually, out of high school, um, I was being recruited Division II, Division three schools to play. And my junior, senior year, my junior year, I had mono. So I had to sit out mm. the second half of the season. And then my senior year, the beginning of the year, I had appendicitis. And so it was setback after setback. And so a lot of those schools kind of backed off. So I went to a community college, um, played basketball there, and then got recruited um, to go to Judson. So. Yeah. That's awesome. Very good. So kind of shows for all those students that are like, oh my gosh, if I don't do it my senior year, I'm out, that that's not necessarily the case, right? So I'm assuming then at the Career Center, you've got this passion for really helping students figure out where they want to go and what does that look like. Um, How has that then integrated you into the community since you're not necessarily from Marion, uh, you know, the Delks, which... Courtney's very much integrated into especially the Oak Hill um, area. How have you um, kind of adjusted to this new space you're living in? Yeah, well, my position itself lended to being connected with the community. So I came in as the title was a student community specialist. And the idea behind that was the guidance counselor for the students, but also to make business connections. So as soon as I got here, I was going to, it wasn't called early birds at the time, like member breakfast. The member breakfast, yeah. yeah. So I had I started attending those, uh, the Young Professionals Network. I started coming to that stuff because it tied perfectly to what I needed to be doing. Mm-hmm. I needed to be connecting with the community. And so I was able to meet Kylie and I was able to meet um, just people that their role and what they wanted to do is to connect people. And so it was actually very smooth and easy for me to tie in because of those things. Great. What year did you get? Uh, did you come to Grant County? 2016. So you've been here six years now. What, what's the What's your favorite thing to do in Grant County? So if you if you had a weekend or a day to do something, what would you do? Oh man, that's a good question. Um, you know, I've I've been to. I really like Rivers Edge. I've I've enjoyed that. Um, we. So my in laws own Roseburg. So if we're talking weekends, a lot of weekends are spent there um, for <laughs> events. And, and it's great because, you again, talking about people, um, the people in Grant County are, are, are great people. And so I love connecting to people. And so having, you know, serving people at their events and things like that, that's I get a lot of joy out of doing that. And then you coach as well. So how long have you been on the coaching staff at Marion and, and – uh... And, and how's that going for you? Sorry, I've been away from the mic. So it sounded like I was in uh, a tunnel. Blackford County, probably <laughs> working my way into Grant County. So, um, but how long have you been on the coaching staff at Mary? Yeah, so I took that first year. I got here in September of 2016. And so I took the first year because they were already into preseason stuff and, and starting to, um, Coach Blackman already had his team, his uh, staff. And so I took that first year to kind of adjust the move, adjust to the new job. And then that second year. So I've been coaching for five years under Coach Blackman. Yeah. Um, And and just another opportunity to connect with students. Um, 
and basketball in Marion is big. And yeah. I don't think I realized the magnitude until I really got started in there. That first year, again, I was acclimating to so much stuff that I didn't realize what basketball really means in this county. Yeah. And uh, and so and so it's been an awesome opportunity. I met a lot of great people through that. Had the opportunity to work under some very good, fun people. Where We Landed is sponsored today by KB Computers, located in the Boston Hill Center in Marion. When you find yourself in need of computer repair, web services, or business IT, KB Computers is able to help. You will work directly with the local team that can meet your needs with amazing customer service. Open Monday through Thursday, 9 to 5.30, and Friday from 9 to 5, the KB Computer team is ready to help. Just give them a call at 765-668-7700 or reach them via Facebook at facebook.com slash Inc. Thank you to KB Computers for sponsoring today's podcast. So I coach some high school basketball as well. And, and so this is just a coaching question for you before we move on to more pressing things. Um, but if you could coach one person um, in all of history or globally, who would be the person that you'd say, man, I'd like to coach that person? He's thinking so hard. He's like, oh, who would I want to do? Yeah, you know, that's a, that's a really good question. Something I've never really thought about. Uh-oh. I'll He's share mine with you while you, you okay. think about it. So mine would have been Magic Johnson. And and I think Michael Jordan was the best player ever, in my mm-hmm. perspective. I know my kids that I coach today think LeBron James, but I grew up around Jordan. But I just love uh, um, the attitude uh, that he brought to the floor. So that's why I chosen him do you think with coaches and this will give you a little more time nate do you think with coaches like you choose magic johnson because of you know personality and stuff like that are there certain coaches that maybe are like oh i'd want to coach like the dennis rodman because they just really need somebody in their life or like that they like the challenging um personalities i'm a big football fan so i'm always going to football players but I mean, is that something as a coach, you guys kind of, you see the spectrum, right? Of the kids that really need the sport more than the sport needs them, right? Yeah, for sure. So the team I coach is on the east side of Indianapolis, blue collar area, come from really tough backgrounds. And we've got a whole host of those kids on our team that that, that just struggle uh, on a day-to-day basis. And so um, it's almost a ministry type of thing where you're trying to impact kids and their families and hopefully the future generations. So for me, definitely um, and with those types of kids, with kids like that, the joy is usually after the coaching. And yeah. so the coaching to say the joy is, is during the time you're coaching them like a Dennis Rodman and mm-hmm. all the, all the issues that come along with yeah. him. I don't know that there's a lot of fun consistently in that during the coaching <laughs> moment, but it's, it's that next step when you see the switch or you see the change and you can work with them off the court and, and just experience that. So you're not off the hook. Who would you coach? <laughs> you know, I, I pondered this for a lot and it's not just cause I'm in Indiana now, but Larry bird would be somebody yeah. just his leadership and just, I mean, obviously as a talented player, but just what he brought overall to the team, I think it would be a lot of fun to, to that's coach a great him. answer. And that's honestly, Guys like that, too, it's almost like I'd be coaching with Larry Bird versus coaching Larry Bird directly because a lot of those guys, 
they were running a lot of this stuff. Like a Reggie team. Miller too, right? That's another one that I grew up watching. Yeah, I love me some Reggie. Um, so if if your kids were listening to this today, meaning you're either your players or your own kids in the future, if they decide to listen to a podcast. <laughs> um, wow. What, what's, I feel like we're getting put in a time capsule already. Yeah, well, maybe. <laughs> but what, what's something that people would be surprised to learn about you? So is there anything that you, you could look at and say, man, this would be. There's the famous Scott question, right? Like, yeah. what's your biggest failure? Right. Look, yeah, I tried not to go. That's coming. So, Scott's known that. for the hard questions. Yeah. <laughs> um, known about me um, that the kids don't know. So that that's a difficult question for me, and I'm not skirting the question, I promise. But um, it's a difficult question because I'm a very open person. And mm-hmm. so. Uh, obviously they don't know my, my entire life and my entire story, but I, I really think it goes back to what was said about that senior year of like, if, if it's not there that senior year, then, then keep going. Because again, I had mono my junior year. I had appendicitis my senior year. I had mono again, my freshman year of college. And so it was setback after setback after setback of like in, in basketball, you have to train. And yeah. so I got over mono and I felt like that summer I got the best shape of my life. And then I had to take a three weeks off because of, and you know how quickly you can lose um, being in shape. And uh, so it was like, I was in the best shape of my life. I was ready to go again. And then another setback. And so I would say just that, just being able to have, surround yourself with people that that's a key piece that are going to help push you and, and get you in the right spot. Um, and keep your mindset going the right direction. Yeah. So you mentioned that your father-in-law owns Roseburg Event yeah. Center. So how did you meet your wife? Because obviously, if he, that's her father-in-law, then or that's her father, then they've been in the community a very long time. How did you meet her? And you know, how many kids do you have? And what does that look like? Yeah. So um, she is really good friends with Courtney Delks, uh, Moses Delks. So when um, when I was here one time, they said, hey, why don't you come to Roseburg? Because Roseburg's a family and what they do is is through the people that are working there. You know, you hang out in the back, you talk in the back, you have dinner uh, while the event's going on. And so like, hey, why don't you come out here and, and help out one day? And it was a clear setup. I, I, I kind of <laughs> knew it from the start. Um, but we got to a point where uh, we're all sitting there and uh, Corbett Moses looks around and he says, uh, does everybody know everybody <laughs> and looks at us just sitting there and we're like, oh, okay, that's when I, I, I <laughs> really knew. felt it, but that's when I knew for sure. That's what was going on. <laughs> and uh, we just started hanging out from there. Uh, I'm actually shocked. I got a second date because Uh-oh. our first date uh, went to a basketball game, went to watch Courtney coaches when she's coaching for Marion. And so Jordan drove. It was, so it, I don't it's kind of a date. There's three of us going to a basketball game. Yeah, but you're sitting in the back seat with her? Or does well, she sit I, in the front uh, seat? She sat in the front seat. Okay. Um, you and, haven't made a mistake yet. Well, here's where it got difficult is <laughs> I realized I didn't have any cash on me. This is the story that you were trying to get to. What is something they don't know about you? Yeah, here it is. Here's the embarrassing story. <laughs> I didn't have any cash on me. And so I'm trying to get Jordan's attention, but he's now in the front seat and she's next to him. So I'm like, how am I going to do this? And he's driving, so I can't text him. <laughs> and so he drops us off and goes to park. So I'm like, perfect. I'll call him. I'm like, hey, I got to make a phone call real quick. Call him. He's like, oh, yeah, I got you. I got you. No problem. Gets up the door. He looks at me. He's like, 
I don't have any cash either. <laughs> so oh, I'm sitting here shit. like, what am I going to do? Like, is there an ATM close by? And she's <laughs> sensing something's wrong. Right. And so finally I had to just tell her, she's like, oh, uh, yeah, I'll pay for you. <laughs> so she paid for Jordan and I to get into this game. I'm like, oh, this is a <laughs> But she said yes the second time. And I paid for dinner at Longhorn the second time. So I tried to make up for it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, you obvious she obviously went on third and fourth dates because you guys are married. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so I'm trying to give you some brownie points and she listens to this and we've talked about her. So um so obviously fell in love, got married, children. Yeah, so uh we currently have one son, Caleb. He is he'll be three in August. It's always a tough when people ask how old he is. It's like, well he's two but he's kind of in the upper towards three. Right. He's, a, he's a big kid, too. So when I say two, people are like, whoa, he's only two. You're like, yeah, well, yeah, he's really kind of three. three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and, oh gosh, I, for those of you that have kids, you guys know what it's like. And it's just uh, it's just new things every day. Fun, exciting, not always good. But still yeah. looking back at the end of the day, you're like, you know, even though it wasn't funny in the moment, like it was just a fun experience and a fun time. Yeah. Like potty training, for example. Yeah. Potty uh-huh. training boys was so much. E- I mean, I didn't. I have two boys, so it was so easy to potty train them. <laughs> we're we're getting to that stage. Our, our little guy just turned two this last week, and so it's. Uh, but it, you're like, it's a fun time. And uh, it, as an older parent, like he's he really could be. I mean, he should be our grandkid. So it's like you're raising your grandkid. Um, but it's awesome. You said it, not us. I know. <laughs> Yeah. You realize you step into these holes all on your own. Yeah, yeah, it's a gift. <laughs> it's a gift. Uh, but he, uh, he's an awesome little guy. So what, what's your son's name? Caleb. Caleb, okay. Your son? Leo. Leo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's a fun time. So what do you do in Grant County with a two, soon-to-be three-year-old? Is there anything that he loves to go do? So we live in Sweetser. Yeah. And uh, there's that train... Uh, with the Garfield on it, he could be there for hours. The Switzer Switch Trail. So, yeah, right along. There. Yeah, we take advantage of that a lot. Uh, there's that dog park there that he likes yeah. to go to, and the kid will eat ice cream and French fries all day if you let him. So oh, yeah. you got the Big Dipper. Um, so please tell me you have a dog. We do have a dog. Okay. Yes. Because <laughs> you're like, we like to take him to the dog park. And I just picture you like letting your letting toddler him loose and run around in the dog park. Yeah. <laughs> Something else we don't know about Nate. Hey, <laughs> Nate, one of the things that I've um, liked getting to witness, you know, knowing you since you moved here was um, kind of the rest of your family coming along. So your parents and sister have all now moved from Illinois to to be here. Tell us about how that came about and, and how that's, yeah, what that's been like. Yeah. Well, it started, as kind of a joke. Um, <laughs> just said, jokes uh, on you. Yeah, just said, hey, We're really uh, coming. <laughs> just said, Hey, you guys don't have kind of like Jordan did with me. It's like, Hey, you guys don't have anything where they were living at the time. They were living in East Moline, uh, which is commonly referred to as the quad city area. Yeah. Um, they were living there, which the rest of our family is Bushnell, where I grew up. It was an hour and a half, an hour and 15 minutes from there. So they weren't really right by my grandparents. So I'm like, hey, you guys don't have anything. Why don't you come here? You don't, you don't, at the time, they weren't overly happy with their jobs. And I said, you guys don't have anything there? Come here and check it out. And they're like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll look. And there was initially 
a kind of a heavy look where they were looking at jobs, they were looking at things, and nothing just really ever panned out. Well, it kind of went to the wayside, and I was like, we were trying to figure out how we were going to tell them that Tori was pregnant. And it was around Christmas time, and so we were back visiting them. And so I said, you know, you guys really need to get this figured out if you're going to, you know, you need to be around when we have kids. And they're like, oh, we will. Like, don't worry about that. I said, wait, you got nine months <laughs> to, to figure that out. The easiest way to get a mom to move is to tell her you're having a baby. <laughs> they moved in July, and Caleb was born in August. So they made it before he was born. Once I said he was, uh, he On the was way, coming. Huh? Yep. That's awesome. Your mom was like, done. <laughs> we are moving. Pack your stuff. The, the real surprise was my dad was the one that really put Oh, in, really? He actually came first. He lived with us for, uh, through, was it, three months nice. uh, with Tori and I, pre-Caleb. And then yeah. we had to kick him out because we needed his room. <laughs> the so, baby's here. Yeah, get out. We, I needed to put the crib up. And <laughs> so what did they... Uh, like Kaylee said, they moved here and you said they were looking for jobs. So where did they find? Like they obviously bought a house. Yeah, so the the people connection here is is what I mentioned earlier that's so amazing. So I actually sent my mom's resume and my dad's resume to Kylie. I also sent it to Victoria Herring because she was with the growth council at the mm -hmm. time. And from that, uh, my dad got an interview with Ozark Materials. Um, and so they, they mix road paint. Uh, so he's a shipping manager there. Uh, it, it's a job that's kind of up his alley and it's not as physical as it has mm. been. And so it's something he can do longer term. And so for him, I mean, my vision for him when I see that is that's awesome because what he was doing, he wouldn't have lasted that right. much longer. I mean, he's 63. <laughs> my, my husband calls that the upgrade. He worked like in the shop at Hartson and Kennedy and he upgraded to the office. So now he yeah. can sit and not have to lift yep. 200 pounds, right? Yep. <laughs> And then my mom teaches at McCullough. Oh, so nice. she teaches preparing college and careers uh, for the eighth grade students there. Very nice. Very and nice. your sister came along as well. Yep. And my sister and niece came. Uh, she actually works at Beacon in Wabash. Okay. And is awesome. she younger sister, older sister? She is older, two years older. Nice. So what's been your favorite thing? You know, you're a Marion giant now. What, what's the greatest thing about being at Marion High School or in a Marion school district? Well, I, I got to say basketball because I am a basketball guy and just the tradition of what basketball means and in the, the experience. And it's interesting to come from another state and come in and hear about Marion um, because it was very different back in the day. Uh, we still have talented kids. We still have a, a good basketball program. Uh, but to know what it was like before and to see those pictures. And then so when I walk in there, there's just such a sense of like, wow, I'm a part of what this is now like i'm a part of what this history is going to be moving forward yeah i was at a luncheon yesterday um and it, would they have called it the purple rain mm -hmm. at one time was that the yeah. 85 86 87 mm -hmm. group yeah. that came everyone in marion just rolled their eyes at you Scott. yeah 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 <laughs> that's I'm, like, I'm, have, like heavily rolled their well, eyes it, it's interesting though you know so growing up in illinois like we did um you know, Indiana seemed like it was on a different continent. I mean, and I thought Illinois was the greatest basketball state until I got here, you know. And so it is interesting wherever you grow up how uh, how important that is to, to how you view the world. So, Which is funny. I went to a conference one time in like late high school, early college, 
And it was people from all over the world. And people assumed because I was from Indiana, I had played basketball. And I'm like, I'm five foot. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You're from Indiana. You, yeah. And you that's what shoot. they assumed. They were like, that means you're a three point shooter, right? And I was like, no, I don't even know how to travel basketball. <laughs> so I have a, a, a kind of a funny story along those same lines. Uh, Loretta, who was on the podcast a couple weeks ago, she uh, was in Europe for this language immersion thing. And, and she told someone, I, I can't remember what country she's in. I think she was in maybe, maybe in Prague, um, said that she was from Indiana. And he said, oh, Indiana Pacers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, and I, you know, so being a basketball guy too, when Hoosiers came out, so that right. was dating me, but that was my senior year in high school. And that kind of flipped the switch for me. Then I was like, okay, I get Additional it. Additional holes. I know. I know. Holes. Well, that's why I'm raising my grandson right now. <laughs> I mean, legally, they call him our son, but he'll refer to me as, as grandpa probably so. <laughs> you'll be referred to as papa and everybody will kind of look and be like is that dad or is yeah. that grandpa yeah, What's that exactly. really like? <laughs> so, <laughs> so um you're with the marion regional career center and just as a quick clarification that doesn't necessarily it's not a part of marion community schools it is just happens to be in this area so that's how it got its name and you've really got this passion for mentoring and building students helping them find their path and ways and so um what is do you have like a specific moment that stuck out to you like yeah, this is, I really made a difference right then that just really resonates with you or. Um, yeah, so I've had a couple situations um, where students come back and, and, you know, I've been here six years, so I, I've had two graduating classes that seniors can come back. And so um, there were two instances where there were students that I didn't know what they were going to do after high school. Uh, you work with them. They're, they're challenging students. Uh, they don't really have a vision for what they want to do. Uh, but through those conversations and through the classes that they took uh, to hear what they did. So so this one, for example, was, um, you know, he's a challenging kid. He was late for school a lot. Um, he just really struggled in school in, in general. And he, he did find a passion in welding. Um, and, and he enjoyed what he was doing, but it, he was still having trouble get, getting to school. Uh, so as I talked to him, I said, you know, when you get a job, you're not going to be able to show up an hour late. You're not going to be able to decide on a day. You're like, I don't really want to be in the welding booth today. Well, that's not really an option. <laughs> and um, so when I had a student come in and just tell me that they had a full time job, that they had had it for a year, uh, I, I was almost shocked. And, and I'm getting less and less shocked by things like that because you just see it naturally happen now more and more. Um, but I was shocked. So I actually called the employer and he, the employer said that he's one of the hardest working employees that he has. And so stories like That's that, and, and there's been, there's two that specifically stand out, but there's kids that come back and say, Oh yeah, I'm doing this. And you know, I didn't think I'd ever want to. And so that's when, it's just so great to see that light bulb turn on for yeah. them. And usually it's when they're gone. Um, you have the ones that are really driven in high school and they know what they want to do and they're, they're pushing. Uh, but for a majority of them, that light bulb to click is usually when they're gone. And so when they come back and say, Hey, like you, you had an impact. Like I came to school. The only reason I came to school was to say hi to you and things like so that. Like you said, it clicks after the coaching, right? Yep. Like that's yep. the, that's the moments. How, how many, 
young adults are you working with on a weekly basis? So is this, you know, are there thousands? Is it hundreds? Is it tens? Is it, you know, what's the number that you're able to impact on a weekly basis? So we have career center specific. So it gets, it gets a little tricky when you talk about my position in the career center, because I actually oversee uh, career and technical education for the county. And I also oversee the career center. I also oversee the adult basic education program. Um, so I have, I have, you know, those three Multiple different groups roles. and then the, the alternative group too, um, the alternative students at Marion. So there's, there's multiple, but within the career center, we have 300 students hmm. roughly in a given year. Um, I would say that's probably where my impact and the, the kids that I get to be around the most, yeah. uh, truly lies. Um, so in a one-on-one case or, um, direct student connection, you know, roughly that 300 in a year is what I really focus on. Um, but then when we talk about programming of career and technical education and um, just connection and talking to students about the importance of career and technical education and what it can do for them, you know, now you're talking countywide, the schools, because I, I go to Miss Cinema, I go to Eastbrook, I go to Oak Hill and get an opportunity. Now it's a smaller window and less personal, but I get an opportunity to be in the auditorium or be in the classrooms and talk to students about, you know, what do they want to do? Yeah. I've gotten to know Leslie Winter over the last several years and she speaks so highly of you and, and uh, just how open you are with all the school districts in, in the County. And so really good job on that. Yeah. Well, thank you. Leslie, yeah. Leslie and I have a great relationship. Uh, she actually, from the start of when I got here, you know, really kind of helped guide me and, and just talk to me about this is what Grant County is about. And so she gave me a lot of insight that was very helpful. Yeah. She's yeah. somebody else that kind of like scoops people up and mentors them and builds them. And um, it makes me wonder about you though, because you weren't born and raised here. You ended up here um, on a whim from a friend, right? Like, okay, yeah, let's move. Do you consider yourself now like this is home? Is that because when people think of home, you know, it could be somewhere where they don't live. So is this home for you now? And what are your favorite things about this place? Yeah, uh, it's absolutely home. So I, I grew up in Bushnell. And like I said, so I was there until my sophomore year of high school. And then I graduated from Monmouth. And then I graduated from Community College in Peoria. And then I graduated from Judson. Uh, so I've kind of bounced it was kind of on a two-year cycle there for a while and um i was at judson for six years um so i would have considered that home before coming here um as far as my my favorite thing obviously my wife and son are here uh they have roots here uh, we're not going anywhere so it, it's gonna be home for a long time um but i and i hate to keep going back to this but the people here make you feel like it's home they, I, they've made me feel like it's home uh, from the start, Kylie, mm -hmm. um, just being able to, you know, you help talk to me and, and tell me again about what Grant County is about, um, you know, and, and then just so we have a working relationship, mm -hmm. but I also feel like I feel like a friend and I feel yeah. like you made me feel comfortable from the very beginning. And, th and that's what I get from a lot of a lot of people that I've interacted here. It, it's interesting, though, because I'm actually in in the middle of there's that Oak Hill Marion rivalry. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh, yeah. And so, Because I'm the token Marion mom. Because Steve and I graduated from Marion, yep. and our boys have only known Oak Hill. And so, Brad Lindsay was like, oh, you're sending your kids to Oak Hill. I was like, actually, I live in Oak Hill. We're sending them where they're in their school district, but well, so we do get I the have, look. So, yeah, Tori is Oak Hill, right. and uh, Jordan and Courtney are Oak, Oak Hill, Hill area. And so, a lot of our friends are, are Oak Hill. Well, I coach at Marion. I work at Marion, so I get caught in this middle on both sides of like the people like to throw jabs like I came from the other side. And I was like, I've only been here for six years, so uh, I really don't have an a vested interest in either side when it comes to this rivalry. Yeah. yeah, like for me, I'm still purple and gold. Like that's where I grew up. Do that's you wear where that my to friends the are. Oak Hill games? Purple and gold, or you probably look good in purple and gold over I do there. Look and yeah, yeah, so I did wear I think my we should purple dare you and to do gold that. Live United t shirt yeah. Yeah. to an Oak Hill game one time, which is easy to do since Gavin doesn't play basketball anymore. But <laughs> well, and, and so here's the Gavin thing I think if, um, so I usually don't come with any cash on me either to games. So uh, maybe Nate can pay for my ticket in the game. But <laughs> yeah. I, I think it'd be worth the price of admission to see you in purple and gold over at uh, an old kill game. I feel like we're getting ready to do a bet. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So, a dare. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to dare. I want to bet. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can do that. Okay. So, Coffee and donuts on me next time. <laughs> That's not fair. I bought them today. <laughs> <laughs> Kylie. <laughs> Nate, um, so we've talked about, you know, your family moving here, you getting married, having kids. Um, what's the, I know that you're getting involved in, as you get more and more settled, involved in other kind of extracurricular, what are some of those things that you're, boards, boards, things like that? Yeah, so uh, I'm a chamber ambassador. Uh, <laughs> 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 Shameless on, plug. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on the board of directors for the chamber. I'm also on the board of directors for Afina Federal Credit Union. Um, coaching basketball and working at the career center. I guess that's yeah. that would be the and those are all great organizations. You know, and as you talked about earlier, how welcoming Kylie is and and Alicia and and both of them guiding some pretty big organizations in our community. What's the one thing or two things that our community could do to help you? So our listeners or. Uh, the community at large, what could they be doing to help you as you do your job on a daily basis? You know, really it would be one, it would be understanding what career and technical education is. That's been a battle since I've got here um, and it's gotten better. Um, but there's a, a constant thought that career and technical education is like what vocational used to be. So vocational was if you're not going to college, you're going to go over and, and get a trade, skill trade, because you're going to be in the workforce, you're not going to school. Um, it's really shifted to, uh, we, got, we offer dual credits. Um, it's academic, but a lot of it is academic based. So you have kind of the option within the career center where you're still getting the skills that you want, but there's also the academic side. Because again, in the past, you couldn't, without the dual credit, you couldn't be in the top of your class if you didn't take those dual credit options. So you couldn't take one of the career center classes. But now that it's all tied to dual credit, you know, we, our goal is to help every student, regardless of what their plan after high school is. It doesn't matter if they're going to go to the military, go to a trade school, go directly into the workforce or go to a four year college. But what we can prepare you for is that college life. And so I think just people understanding that and knowing, 
um, that that's the direction that career and technical education goes. And then within the community would just be partnerships and, and giving our students opportunities to experience work, experience what is actually out here in Grant County, because there are so many things in Grant County that students can do um, even after high school that I don't think they realize are available to them. Can they, can they do, I'll call it an internship. I don't know if that's the right word, but you know, so can they go to class in the morning go to a business in the afternoon or how does that work for with what you're doing on a daily basis? Yeah. So we have two different paths where they could do that. One is work-based learning. And so that's kind of what you're talking about. They would go to school for part of the day and then they'd be able to go to work for part of the day. The other is an internship within the career center programs because all of our, all of our programs at the career center are three periods long and it's by design so that they can go out and be in an internship and get that real world experience. Because again, we have the hands-on within the career center, but for them to have an outside voice and then to also make a connection within the community is one of the most valuable things that we can do for them. Yeah. What, what do you see your next step being? So, you know, do you see yourself doing what you're doing today for the next 20 years, or do you see this being something that leads you to a next step? Like what, what, what's the next five years look like for Nate? Yeah, I see myself in this position long term. Uh, I really enjoy what I'm doing. It's almost as if I'm a principal of a, a smaller school, of a 300 student school. Uh, and it's really fun. I work with a lot of great people, I've got a lot of great teachers um, that, you know, I hope they stick around as long as I do. Yeah. Um, it'll make my job a lot easier because they're very good at what they do. And so um, I love it. I love the students. Uh, so if it's my choice, I'm staying long-term. Yeah. How, how many people are on your team? So when you talk about other teachers and staff, and I'll call it at your 300-person school, how many teammates do you have? Um, about 25, and that's, that's encompassing alternative, that's encompassing adult basic education. Um, so looking at the different, three different areas that I really oversee. Um, yeah, and, and most of them have been around much longer than I have. I think the shortest tenure on the staff actually came in the same time that I did. Yeah. And so they've got wealth of experience. So it's kind of sometimes when I, I'll go to them and say, hey, uh, have you tried this before? And if you did, what it looked because I think I, I have a brilliant idea. Now, yeah, we tried it. It didn't work. Yeah. So uh, definitely lean on them a lot for that. So I have kind of maybe a weird question, but since you're new to – the community, what's something other than basketball that you found surprising that you've learned about the community? And then something that you've always thought, oh, I'd love to like learn more, get involved with that, that you haven't done yet. Oh, you guys make me feel like I don't do anything around here. I'm thinking about, <laughs> thinking about all the stuff I do. I'm like, what do I do? You know, I go to the Y, I enjoy what the YMCA offers. Um, and very happy to hear they're going to be 24 hours yeah. fitness center yeah. here soon. Um, you know, looking at, I think one thing I really want to, and it's going to go back to basketball. I hate to say this, but, <laughs> is really looking at the youth programs, um, for sports around here. And obviously I have a vested interest because with Caleb, he's only almost three, but, he's getting to the age where he's going to start doing that. And so now I have a much greater interest in it goes so fast, so yeah. fast and making that available. 
um, getting involved. I want, there's so many great things that are going on downtown. Um, there, Marion's doing such a, a good job with revitalizing and offering things. I would like to find ways to get downtown more often. Um, I, I don't think I've done a good job of that. Um, and that, and that's something that actually Tori and I have talked about of like, Hey, why don't we, instead of, uh, going to the dog park all the time, <laughs> I got a look that you couldn't see. <laughs> no, but instead of doing so, let, let's go downtown and see what what's going on. And, and we've been down here. I mean, we we really like Obie's. Um, really like Ashley's ice cream. That's still the name, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, really like that Jigsaw Junction. Um, so there's a lot of good stuff, and there's a lot of events that are going on that um, we just need to be better about taking part of. As we get ready to wrap up, I'm going to let you kind of finish up with this, but what would you like your legacy to be, you know, as it relates to dealing with these kids, coaching, uh, just your time here over the last six years in Marion and hopefully for the next 30 years here in Marion, but um, what would you like your legacy to be? You know, I, I don't have, when it comes to my legacy, I just want people to think I really enjoyed being around him. He made a difference. And and so there's there's two sides of that. You have the enjoy to be around and there's people you enjoy to be around just because they, you know, from a student standpoint, they let you do whatever they want. That's not what I'm talking about. I want them I want them to enjoy my presence and, and me have an impact, but it be in a positive way that has helped guide them in some way. And so that that's really where I stand is I I want that from everybody that I interact with. I want them to think, oh, wow, like. He doesn't do anything in Grant County, it seems like, because he can't eat. But, but, <laughs> but, um, you know, he he made me feel like I was important. And he, uh, you knew that I truly cared when I was in a conversation with you. That's awesome, Nate. Yeah, that's uh, great. Uh, we can't let him go yet because he hasn't answered the question. We ask everybody what you're um, watching, reading, listening to. Give us some, give us some new so I, I hesitate to say what I'm reading because I'm finishing up Limitless that was supposed to be finished <laughs> for our Chamber Book Club, uh, but I am finishing up. That's I am been, too, so you're not alone in that. Yeah, I was really excited that we extended that because it's a very good book. It's a great book. Um, and I, I really tied that in with um, Start With Why. Um, he mentions that in there at, at one mm-hmm. point, and so I kind of co-reading those, which is probably why I'm not done with Limitless yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, a and then watching, we we really got hooked on um, Million Little Things mm. and Big Sky. Those are kind yeah. of the two that um, we got hooked into. And then obviously Sports Center is a regular on what I like to watch. <laughs> yeah. Nice. yeah. So speaking of that, so I, I just came off spring break and, and I got the book called Leftovers. And I don't know if you've heard of this or not, but it was about the Baylor basketball program uh, when everything you know, they had a, a athlete get shot and killed and, and another athlete had done it back in 2004, right before Scott Drew, who's an Indiana native, took over the Baylor basketball program. And one of those players who stayed on was a leftover, they called him. And uh, fascinating book. So that might be the next one for you. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So it's, it's been good. Um, okay. So thank you so much, Nate. It's been great to get to know you better. 
Um, and thank you for all you're doing in our community to, to impact young people and, and the community at large by being involved in boards like the chamber. Um, for those of you who enjoyed this podcast, please like us wherever you listen to your podcasts. And we'll look forward to seeing you the next time on Where We Landed. Bye. See ya. Today's podcast was engineered by Kyra Montero of Frequency Canvas.